17 of the Neapolitan Podcast. I'm in associations with foodies, never say die. I'm one of your hosts, Mick Roman. And with me, like always, it's Kyle. What's going on, y'all? And Skyping in all the way from Vegas, because he's uh, over at the When We Were Young Festival. It's King Casey himself, walking the Dragon Phoenix. Wow! Be wary. And be wary, because I have the Black Flash. <laughs> For those who don't know what that is, read Jujutsu Kaisen. If you have not, I prefer it before you watch it. Also, read Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. You're welcome. <laughs> the Black Flash. <laughs> the Black Flash? The yeah, Black no, Flash. No, I only say that because I was watching a video earlier talking about fucking Yuji and shit and like the early parts of Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. How, like, you know, because of the events that have occurred that, you know, Yuji is going to be the one that faces the all big bad, you know? In a certain kind of way because of how he learned curse energy and how he was created. That's really all it is. It's simple, but when you read it, it's more complex. Motherfuckers is making declarations from chapter 1, 5, and 10. <laughs> I just hate. <sighs> Here we go. Here we go. You read the last chapter? Don't talk to me like that. I read like half of it. All right, so like, you know they pulled an Oda. I, I mean, no, 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 no. This episode, no. I'm tired of the slander. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I, I, I've had enough. I've been fucking Wait, telling are, are, you guys. Are we getting Sun God Jika? No, no. Not that. It's not they that. They were about to start a battle, and then they switched off somewhere else. Uh, it's not just that. That's one occasion. That is only one occasion. Only one. This motherfucker... Gege Akutami has been foreshadowing shit since chapter one. Oh, chapter yeah, for sure. Uno. Okay. Chapter one. Mickey. One. Not zero. Zero was just a, you know, a little taste. One was all of the foreshadowing that you're going to see in the story. And motherfucker, he know motherfuckers going to ignore it. Yeah. He knows. He knows. Especially with the cover art he's had. Oh, Every yeah. fucking chapter cover art has been foreshadowing something. And you cannot tell me that's not the case. From yeah. chapter one, when you see Megumi's toads, you know something's going to happen. You just don't know how. And if you don't look at everything, you're going to miss it. And you're going to be, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. How did he do this? He's a fraud. No. The author been predicting it since chapter one. I've been telling y'all for the past, what, month, month and a half, that Gege Akutami's been taking some notes from Oda. Yep. <laughs> he has. <laughs> well, they have done interviews together. Besides that, in his writing, mm. that's why I saw it first. Before I knew what you're telling me now, I knew he was taking a note from Oda. Because when I, I watch certain videos and then go back to certain chapters... They, I would see those same cover arts that they would, you know, be checking out and explaining. Yeah. But I wouldn't really think much of it. I'm thinking, all right, this is one time. This is not going to happen again. No. No. Did it on no. purpose. No. He did it on purpose, but at the same time, he did it purposefully by yeah. writing all of the shit that he was foreshadowing in his story. 
he just wrote it in a sense where he knows motherfuckers that read weekly either might bypass it or might think about it a little bit. And then the next chapter is going the next chapter is gonna be something different. So you forget about it completely. That's how he writes. That's how Oda is. Yup. That's why when he comes back with some shit that he wrote fucking ten years ago, yep. motherfuckers like, yes! Finally! <laughs> Continuity. But that's not the case. He's been writing little bits of it, little bits of it, little bits of it, piece by piece, in every fucking chapter that he brings. Motherfuckers just either catch on to it or don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to notice that with One Piece. They keep mentioning Vegapunk, and I'm like, I know an egghead he's in, like, fucking there, yes, too. So I know immediately yeah, I'm going to have, like... You see him now. Yeah. Yes, now. I am what? before the time... I am, like, so close to the fucking time skip. But, but now you sense. know why we've had that anxiety ah! about the series. Because he's been mentioning that one word, that one character, for the longest. We've known his notoriety. We've known his legend. But we have not known him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We know everything he's created. We know everything he's a part of. We don't know him at all. And that's when, that's why I love Odin. Because he could just mention the name of a character, build his character, everything about the character, without even fucking showing him. Yep. Without even showing him. Yep. For, I mean, for five to ten years. I mean, they did, he that, did that with that. Rayleigh. Yeah, he did that with Jimbei. Yes. Yep. He did that with Jimbei, yes. too. They name-dropped Jimbei in Baratie. Yeah, they do. I remember Wait, you telling did? me that. And then I yep. have to, like, go When back. they were talking about Nami going to Arlong. <sighs> You're right. Yep. You're right. You're right. Because they were like, when, oh. That's when Jimbei was a Shijibu guy. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like, um, mm-hmm. it was Johnny and Yasuke. They were telling like Luffy and Sanji about Jinbei. They're like, oh yeah, you know, Arlong's wrecking havoc in the East Blue ever since Jinbei got him out of prison. Yep. Yep. I forgot about that. But that's another instance. Literally, since I was watching a video earlier before I fell back to sleep, that Gojo was never ready. Never. Nope. He was never ready. But despite what you were saying, despite the predictions we were making, before the battle, when he was fighting a uh, fucking Yorozu, despite what we were saying, that shit's been predicting since chapter one. Yep. And he's been understanding, trying to understand, making a plan to understand Gojo's curse technique from the fucking beginning. From the beginning. Yep. Cause trying first to episode, figure it out, try to find a way yo, around it. It, it. That's just how you, you, you realize that, oh, yeah. he's just biding his time. Yo. And it's fucking nuts because you never really think about it. And for the past month and a half to two months, I've been hearing everybody calling Sakuna a fraud. How is he a fraud when he's trying to figure out the technique and figures it out and defeats the motherfucker the same way well, he's been supposedly. Going? No, it's he's, not supposedly. He's died before. It's not supposedly in this timeline. You think so? It's not supposedly. Because everything that he knows now is everything that he's learned before. That's why it's not the same as it is now. As oh, Sukuna? Yes. Yeah, I guess. It's not, I guess. He's literally, you're seeing his, his, his experience from the previous era. Yeah. That is why he was as dominating as he was. He was able to figure out motherfucking shit and be able to counter it 
within a few exchanges. Yeah. That's his shit. He is him. That's the way Gege Akutami wrote him. Yeah. Well, they got a f- Photoshop, uh, bleh, like, foreshadowed. There we go. Foreshadowed it. When Tsukuno was like, yeah, you guys don't even know what cursed energy even is, do you? (laughs) You look back at that and you're like, oh, okay. It's not that this guy is just powerful. No. He knows. No. He knows. That's what I'm saying. You think he doesn't know. No, he knows. That's the thing. Like, he he fucks around. But he already either has to find out or he found out already. Yup. But he still fucks around. Yup. He is the exclusion to the rule. You fuck around, you found that you fuck around, you find out him is I'm gonna fuck around with who I wanna fuck around with. I'm gonna find out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna find out anyway. <laughs> Like, legit, the whole series, he's been buying his time. And literally, when you read it, Mickey, when you read it, yeah, you're not even going to know what I'm telling you. Nope. You're not. Because the way that it's written, it, you're not going to see that until you read it again. And then you're going to see, like, oh, okay. He's very subtle with it. Very subtle, but very menacing. Mm. Even with all the other shit that's going on around, all the other action, all the other fights, this motherfucker is still like, all right, how can I get the upper hand? All right, oh, you know how to do this? All right, cool. I can use that now in the plan right now for in the plan 10 minutes from now, 10 years from now, five years from now, one year from now type shit. Mm. You know, that's how he is. So, on with the uh, topics, I guess, because we yes. don't have a whole lot of time. Real quick, did you see My Hero, the new chapter? Yes. No. I heard him, Bakugo was going nuts, but I didn't really care. It, it, it's a, it happened exactly how we said it was going to happen. Right, but go ahead, because I already knew yeah. it was going to happen like yeah. that from the moment he fucking yeah. died. That's why I stopped fucking reading it. Bakugo stood up and saved all my from all for one. Hey. Break next week. <laughs> and you wonder why I stopped fucking reading it. You keep asking me every other week. You read it. You read it. Yeah. No, I don't need to read it. it. it was, I know what's gonna happen. It was really good for a while, but now it's he's the the mangaka. He's just straight up ripping off uh, Kishimoto. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, they did a talk no jutsu for the fucking yes or gravity match. Not supposed to happen. Fucking. Yeah. Anyways, here's the trailer for Invincible Season 2. Go ahead. We all remember that day. This, I still want to see. I already know what's going to happen, but oh, I yeah. still need to see it. Yeah, no, I can't wait for this. This co- You? Oh, yeah. yeah. We they, already aired, they already cleared Season 3. Yep. So I already know they ain't going to take no breaks after this. They had too long to make production without having to really deal with that fucking yeah. bullshit that everybody else has been doing with the yeah. Actors Guild and stuff. I mean, the, that actor strike is still ongoing. True. But, they can, but that doesn't mean the animators can't work on it. Right. They just don't won't have the voice work. Right. Is what I'm saying. So they still have time to at least work out a lot of the kinks from the actual yep. material that's been finished and fucking still rework shit. Yep. And Robert... Robert Kirkman, the creator of Invincible, yeah. he said like the show could go on to like seven, eight seasons max. It can. No, no, it can. With the way they're doing it, like yep. this, it can. Because they're, 
All right. Because I read the comic, I can tell they draw it out a little bit, but yeah. not too much to where it's not too far off from the content material. It's basically like a remastered version of the comic. Kind of. Because like, he, like this, literally, yeah, yeah. literally like this much filler. It's literally this much filler. Yeah, because yeah, like, not a lot. Because like, Robert Kirkman, I was going to say Robert Kirkman, the writer of the comic, he's also one of the writers on the show. No, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's working on it. So like, he's changing things up that he wished in retrospect that he would have changed when doing the comic. Yep. So he's making those changes now. Yep. Which is okay for the animation. Yeah. Like if he tried to do this as a rework of the comic, it would not have worked. Yep. No. The story as is, is good. Mm-hmm. For this, it's okay that he's reworking it. I don't mind it at all because I read the whole shit in all, all totality. I don't mind that he's doing certain things different. I don't mind it at all. Yeah, no. Because it, it's not too far off from the story. Yeah, no, it looks really good. I am so fucking excited for it. Uh, we also got... Uh, Wait till you see Brains. Okay. <laughs> right. We also got uh that's why it's so tiny. Um because um you know copyright shit. Oh okay. So they sometimes they'll minimize the video yeah. so they don't yeah, yeah that makes sense. But yeah, and also we got the Homelander Mortal Kombat trailer, which it looks crazy. Wait, Homelander came out? I mean not Homelander, Omni Man. Yeah. Yeah, so he's the first DLC character that's dropping. Yeah. He looks a little bit too smooth, but but they got the same actor yeah. for the show. Yeah, yeah. J. Jonah Jameson himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's they, what I like. Yep. They got Tremor as a cameo being added to the game. The thing that's crazy is like, all right. So wait, 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 wait. Yeah, you might have to go back. Sure. Because I didn't see Tremor. Uh, that was that motherfucker that the first time. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. All right. I thought that was Scorpion. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah, no, the colors look kind of like Scorpion, just like a darker in tone instead of yeah. full on brown. I thought that's just, that was just the skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, it's Tremor. Let me look at it closely. Because even when I looked at the trailer like, a couple of days ago, it looked like Scorpion. Yeah. But yeah, so if you look at him right here, when they switch over, you see he's coming out of the ground. Oh, yeah, no, it is him. Yep. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Motherfucker's been asking for him for the longest. So yo, yep. bring Trevor back, bro. Yeah. But yeah, no, it the character looks nasty. But the crazy thing is, alright, so that character's dropping next month in November. After that. Not in two weeks. Yeah. Well, technically, yeah, November. Yeah, but like November one, like the first November or like more so. No, like I think it's the beginning of November. Okay. Isn't it All November first? Right. No, no. It should say it at the end. I don't think it does. Let's see. No, it doesn't say just early access. Uh, just coming November 2023. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say the date. But yeah, so at some point in November, that character is dropping for Mortal Kombat 1. I guarantee Thanksgiving. Possibly. Yeah. After that, we're not getting another DLC character until summer 2024. Yep, and that's going to be ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait a minute. So by the time we get Comeback Pack 2, it's going to be like five years from now. Yeah. Yep. I mean, by then, the community is going to be dead. Yeah. Because the balancing isn't quite right for it right now, right? No, no. They, they still got to work some things out. Yeah. That's it. it. Literally, yes. MK1 is Street Fighter 6 right now. Yep. They still have some things they need to work out. 
They don't want to work it out right now because they don't want to break the game that they created. Yeah. As it's like legit. Like for Street Fighter Six, if they want to fix the shit that they need to fix, it's gonna need, break other shit. Yeah. Yeah, they need to rework it from the ground up, and they don't want to do that because that's gonna stop their money. Yeah. And as like players, like professional players, they know that. They're saying that without really saying that. And as casual players, the more you watch, the more you like pay attention to, the more you know that. Yeah. So it's like, all right. Okay. They're not coming out with no balance punch no time soon because in nope. order for them to actually do that, it would take so much time to the point where they would have to delay all other other shit that they've yeah. worked on, that they've completed to fix the fucking game. Yeah. Yep. Like, and they're not gonna do that. They would eventually once they see a dip in like online play and stuff like that. That's when they'll do some shit and like that in hopes to get people to come it's back. Happening now with six. Yeah, I believe it. It's literally happening right now. I didn't know motherfuckers could cheat in Street Fighter. I didn't know motherfuckers could cheat, but they can. Yep. Like on PC, you can cheat. You what what can... are they doing? They're putting in certain codes for the game, showing like codes, whereas you can do certain shit automatically without having to do it yourself. For example, random driving packs. Drive impact is basically like the focus impact from Street Fighter 4, but just enhanced. So whenever you're taking too much pressure, you can do drive impact to try to as, as like a get off. Swing the momentum yeah. in your favor. Now you put in a code with auto drive impacts only on PC. I know it's only on PC because you can't do it on console. You can put in a certain code to whereas you can auto drive impact at certain times, at certain frames for certain attacks. To whereas you do not have to do it yourself. That's not the only thing. Blocking, drive rush, and also fucking regular command attacks. You can automate into the game, and I know it's PC version because you have to do a certain type of coding to input into the game to be able to have that shit function properly. Yeah. So they do that. They do it for certain situations at certain times, at certain percentages, so it doesn't make it seem like the computer is doing everything for you. And they get their thing. Motherfuckers have been one day, beginner rank, New challenger next week, master rank 1,000, 2,000 points. Or one day, two days, master rank 1,000, 2,000 points from new challenger. Yeah, no, fuck that. That's crazy. It's not crazy. It's been around since four, but now it's more enhanced. And four in the older Street Fighters, they will have basically like an AI, like sample robot do macro combos to whereas it would do certain combos and also have defense mechanisms set up already depending on the situation to whereas whatever you press or to whatever you did had a perfect counter attack to what you did at the perfect frame and to be able to punish you at the perfect frames this is an older game this motherfucker is just setting up training robots and shit yeah and able to use it online somehow, some way. Yeah. Fuck that. Yes. 
And the same thing's gonna happen with MK. Yeah. Same thing's gonna happen with MK. People just haven't peaked it yet. Same thing's gonna happen with Tekken. It happened with Tekken Seven. Yeah, I, I can see them doing that with like uh, with the cameo guys, because like right now everybody's using Cyrax because he's fucking broken. He just runs out on screen, does that spin, mm-hmm. opening you up for a combo. Yep. And that's the way they made it. When it's supposed to be broken, but the way they made it, they made it advantageous in like majority of situations of where you press a button, you get punished. Yeah. That's just the coding of the game. <laughs> literally, that's just literally just the coding of the game. That's not motherfuckers doing anything. Yeah. And they have to fix it. Same thing with Street Fighter Six. Motherfuckers just auto blocking and all this, all this, all this other shit. And I've seen it. I'm like, bro, how are you reacting to a drive impact at four frames? That's not a human reaction. Nope. Four frames, motherfuckers doing the startup of an EX move. The startup, motherfuckers' hands going like this because it's a JP character making the EX ghost come out. And as soon as you see the yellow, you drive impact. That's not a human reaction. No, no, because that's like a react. That's like a animation. That's like what half a second. No, legit less. Less, and then that's like a a reaction. That's like less than a quarter of a second. Yes, like no. Yes, even if you were ready for that, there's no way. Yes, no, legit. And the same thing can go for Mortal Kombat right now. Like, there's a lot of shit that just they just need to fix. But motherfuckers want to have games out. They want to have people interested. They want to make money. So they're going to put out whatever they can to make the money that they can and then work on this shit later. Yep. But that's going to ruin the franchise in itself. Every other game that's come out before that has been a finished game. Damn damn. I'll add a little bit story. I like maybe four or five characters here and there that people want. And then boom, game is done. Now? Yeah, ever since they added the ability to like add a patch and an update to like fix a game you release broken, it's completely ruined game companies because uh, they just half-ass it. More so fighting games. Yep. More so. Like other games, they could get away with it. Other games, they could get away. They could really get away with it. Like Days Gone, you can get away with it. Yeah, you know, if it's not no glitches. Fucking terrible. Valhalla, because like Assassin's Creed, because they had like every other quarter of the month, they'll have like a different festival they will do. So that they'll have like an Easter egg. They stopped doing them once. They basically like killed it. Yeah. So they're no longer updating it. But like uh, they would do like an Easter festival, a Halloween festival, the Christmas one. And um, there's, I believe, one in the summer. Yeah. So it's like all like these Viking festivals. And every time they will add them, the game will fucking break. Like something else will break. Yeah. Game balance is fucking difficult. Like uh, I remember when one of the festival started <laughs> like um you lost some weapons and then every time the game would load in you would just hear a scream like a dragon scream <laughs> that uh one other festival when you load the game your character is automatically drunk when you yeah. turn it on so you're like stumbling and whatever for a few minutes it's nuts but yeah but yeah back to invincible now, the new season looks good. Um, that's coming out at the beginning of November. I believe November 7th, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so I cannot wait for that season. So. Um, we also got the trailer for Dragon Ball Daima. That doesn't come out till fall of next year. Ew. 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, we're getting more information on it. We just got the teaser trailer at New York Comic Con last weekend. We're getting more information on it in January. I think one of the, like, either Jump Festa or one of those, like, big things over there where they announced shit in Japan. Um, they put out an editor's note from Toriyama saying, like, oh, you know, like, this is what Daima means. It means evil. This is a story that, you know, that he's work- been working on it for the past few years. And this is something that, you know, he's been thinking about for a while. It's going to be a short series, I believe. I think it, because when I was seeing like about when the leaks got out before they officially announced it, that it's going to be somewhere between 14 to 15 episodes. It's going to be a web series in Japan over here. It's going to be on Crunchyroll like all other anime. So it's no big difference for us. Crunchyroll has everything now. Yeah. Animation looks good because it's not like when they do like the weekly animes, like when they did it with Super. So they're just working on it, but that story looks ass. Or at least from what we've seen so far, with them turning all the characters into kids. Yeah. That was, like, I think kind of, like, the weakest plot point, I think, of, like, GT. Yeah. Was, like, them turning Goku back into yeah, a kid. Their reasoning was, like, oh, yeah, let's try to give it that old OG Dragon Ball feel by making Goku into a kid and going on an adventure looking for the Dragon Balls. And, like, people at the time, they're like, we don't want this. No. Like, we're past this point in the story. Why do you think people were so hyped when he turned Super Saiyan 4? Yeah, because that way they try to get have their cake and eat it too. It's like, well, you get adult Goku with Super Saiyan 4 and you get kid Goku when he's in base. Eh. And also they give eh. him a magical tan in that show. Eh. For some reason. I think the, the thing that people, like, that, like, the even Toriyama doesn't even understand is, like, in Dragon, like the original Dragon Ball is just different than the entire series. You don't talk about like power levels and this and flying no, around was, or anything was, like that. It was a martial arts yep. story. Goku didn't like learn a new move or get a power up. Like he, well, he did. He would no, learn no, he new did, moves. He, he learned a lot of new moves. <laughs> he, he that was kind of like the whole too. thing. When he fought Piccolo. He got the divine water. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> But then, like, Korn showed him, like, yeah, you have to, like, pay attention to, like, the breathing of, like, and that's how you tell. And, like... I don't know. That was for the Red Ribbon. Then when he was fighting King Piccolo, he gave him the real divine water and gave him a power-up. Yeah. Although, it's technically, it was Zenkai boost, because, like, one of the, like, the Dragon Ball YouTubers are like, yeah, he basically drank poison. The fact that he survived in his Saiyan genealogy just gave him a Zenkai boost. Yep. Well, like, that was the thing. It was just different. It was a martial arts. It wasn't, like, a power... Yeah. You know, like getting the galaxy level threat, and yeah. So, like, I understand them wanting to like go back to that, but yeah. <sighs> we, it, it's too far. You've changed it. Yeah, like we want the story that takes place after Z, because like all the Dragon Ball Super and then even Daima as well takes place within that ten year time time skip between yeah. the Boo Saga and the last episodes of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, they really don't want to get there. Like we just had fucking Trunks and Goten grow up. <laughs> they're gonna go back to being kids again. Yo. Yep. Fuck. That's what that's why I said what I said. Diamond's literally spinning the face to everybody who wanted more of a continuity to the actual Dragon Ball saga. Yep. Like people in the comments are like, man, we just wanted Moro. Yep. No, like legit. <laughs> please. Please just give us what you want, what we want, Toriyama. No. <laughs> that and uh and then we went to New York Comic Con last weekend. Yep. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We saw it was it was kind of weird. 
this Comic Con as opposed to like other ones because the actor strike is still ongoing. So there wasn't a lot of panels like announcing stuff. Nope. Aside from Dragon Ball Daima, which that's coming from Japan, so it's completely different union teams and legalities and stuff like that. So it's like they're not involved in what's happening over here. Yeah. But yeah, so like most of the panels, like we saw the Futurama panel and it was just the writers and directors of episodes. Yep. I actually still liked that one. Though. No, that that was that was a really good panel. That uh they gave us a sneak peek to season two. Yeah. Uh what was it that that bugalo episode is coming, like running with the bugalos where Bender's talking to that like Latina robot. Yep, and, and she's, she's just dodging. naming it. Yeah, just dodging the the bugalo while she's just ramming on her names like oh Santana Maria just like uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, okay. And then he just starts getting run over by them. Yep. That uh what was it? It was basically Squid Games that other scene. Yeah. Where those aliens are like, oh, we're playing the parties that Fry did as an eight-year-old child, but they're to the death. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we kind of figured that when we saw the the acid <laughs> in the in the bones at the bottom. Yep. And uh, fuck, there was another clip I'm blanking on. What was the third clip they showed us? I can't even remember. It definitely wasn't as good as those other two. No, no, the other two were more memorable. Yeah. Fuck, now that's gonna bother me. It's gonna come to me later on. Yeah. I was like, ah, fuck, it was this. Yeah, it was cool. Either way. Like, actually, like, have them talk about, like, the processes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that that was the one cool thing about this year's Comic-Con is, like, a lot of the people that wouldn't normally get the shine for these panels actually got the shine shine and their credit for their work because usually it's all about the celebrities who are doing the voice work or acting in these things. Yeah. So that was cool. And, you know, you had your panels for, like, the Chris Evans spotlight, the Ewan McGregor spotlight, the... uh, David Tennant spotlight, which they weren't promoting anything. No, they were just they chilling. Were just chilling, talking to the people, talking about themselves. Well, talking about, you know, how they got into their career. Because, like, David Tennant could have been promoting. He's like, hey, I got a Doctor Who special coming out next month. No. Nope. No, legally, you can't. You can't say shit. Not without getting in trouble. Yeah, I know you went to the Final Fantasy panel. Yeah, that one was pretty good. Um, they announced that uh, Matt Mercer is going to be playing uh, Red 13. Uh, he's gonna voice him because he's gonna be in this. He's not in the first part. He's gonna be in the second part. The second part. Oh, yeah. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy yeah. How many parts are is it gonna be for this Final Fantasy reboot? I think they said there's gonna be like three. Shit. Yeah. I mean, when you really think about it, the original game had what, like three two long ass part or three. It was, it was three, three discs. discs. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was three discs. But you got them all at once. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, though, like. They were on CDs. Yeah, they could have. It wasn't that much a, actually a whole lot when you really think about no, it. Because like, um, what was, I remember, I had Final Fantasy VII on the PSP Vita. Yeah, mm. and it was like the full game. Yeah. Mm. But back then, I know that. that, that yeah, that PS One would have blown up. Exactly. That's what it would have imploded. Play. Yeah. So they had to put it into three, You know, it's it's TVs. crazy. Like, I ever told you guys the story of how I destroyed my TV playing Final Fantasy VII? No. Th- no. So, and this is back, like, back with, like, the big fucking TVs with the giant back. Yeah, the CRTs. Weigh, yeah, the CRTs that weigh, like, 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. It was summer vacation, and I was playing Final Fantasy VII. Like, I got really into it. I was getting really far. I played for two days straight. 
Ugh. Nonstop. No sleep, nothing. I'm just like in it. The TV just went choo, and just shut down. Never turned back on again. It just died. Oh. Should you leave your PlayStation on so that <laughs> you didn't lose your progress? No, no. I um I, I turned it off at that point. There's nothing I could do. I, for a while there, until I got a new TV, I was playing on one of those tiny little black and white portable TVs. Oh, like yeah. With like the blue see-through plastic so yep. you can see the insides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that fucking sucked. Yeah. Mind you, to this day, I still... You'll tell me about characters from Final Fantasy VII. I don't know who the fuck they are because I nickname all the characters. Yup. Like a fucking idiot. And who was who, who, who was Cloud for you? What was your nickname for Cloud? Uh, Mickey. Of course, he's <laughs> gonna put his name as the main character. Of course. Oh my god, what's his name? Um, with the gun. Barrett. Barrett was Goku. That makes sense, actually. That oh, actually does kind of fit. Have guns. Yeah, no, he, but shoots he shoots lasers. Ki- he shoots lasers. He shoots Kai blasts. Just kind of what Barrett does sometimes, depending on what weapon you equip him with. Anyways, and going on from Comic-Con, we also saw the Scott Pilgrim versus the world, whatever the fuck is being called, uh, Strikes uh, Again. Um, anyway, takes off. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim takes off. We saw the new trailer for it. Um, they debuted it. So at the panel, it was Brian Lee O'Malley, the writer of Scott Pilgrim, um, the director of the series, and some guy asking them questions. I don't know. <laughs> they the didn't even was. put him in the camera most of the time. Yeah, and then even when he was talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It was always on like Brian Lee O'Malley or the director. Yeah, and then you know they they had like a little message from Edgar Wright where they debuted the trailer. They showed us a scene from the from the show. Um, so basically, Brian Lee O'Malley was saying how like stuff that he's been thinking about for the series ever since he wrote the books. Is like, you know, expanding the axes instead of just them being like an axe. Um, he wanted, you know, like, flesh them out. So that's something they're doing with the series. So, like, it's mostly adapting the books as opposed to the movie. Right. But, like, you get more from the axes. So, like, you see Gideon in episode one. They showed us a clip from it where he's in, like, an evil lair. And he's talking to Matthew Patel. And he's like, don't worry. I'm going to go kick his ass. And he goes, oh, this is Scott Pilgrim. You know, he's 23 years old. And he's dating a high school girl. He's like, wait. Really? He goes, yeah, I know. He goes, huh, and we're the bad guys. But yeah, so there's stuff like that. They showed us the intro for the series. Uh. Um, fuck, I forgot the name of the studio that's doing the animation for this. But like, um, Magi something? It's like a legit like anime studio from Japan. And um, so they... They're doing the animation for the Scott Pilgrim series when they went over to like do the animation for them mm-hmm. or like do the meeting to like set it up. They like they knew they knew the Scott Pilgrim books. They knew everything about the author. They even like were referencing some like doodle he put up on Instagram years ago. They're like, all right, you know, you should that like they will send them notes like uh, they will send them like clips. I was like, oh, OK, they'll just send them back a note like saying like, good job <laughs> or like job. when they came up with the idea for the intro. The anime intro. They're like, hey, we like th- these anime intros, so what about this idea? And they're like, yeah, they completely ignored us and did their own thing, and it came out better. <laughs> Shit. And then, <laughs> so for the trailer, as you heard, there's a a new version of the Mortal Kombat theme song that, dun, 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 dun. 
but with the Scott Pilgrim characters, it's a cover because the people doing the, the score for the show, it's the same band that did the score for the Scott Pilgrim video game. Mm. So like he he so the guy with the director while he was writing, he says he likes to write to a 10-hour YouTube loop to the of the Mortal Kombat theme. <laughs> and then he got the idea. So he contacted the band. He's like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if you know we do a uh a like a Mortal Kombat cover? But with Scott Pilgrim characters, he said the next yep. day they had it for him. And then they tracked down the guy who screams Mortal Kombat hey, in the song. Hey. And they got him for the video as oh, well. So that's him. Oh, no, that is him? That's him. <laughs> no. Yeah, they tracked him down. He wasn't doing anything. They're like, all right, cool. Paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make some money? Right now? Yeah. Nah, we need you to scream for like two yeah. seconds. <laughs> yeah, but. The series looks really fucking good. Yeah, and, uh, it does. That comes out, what was it, like, also the beginning of November? Yeah. Is yeah, it yeah, November, uh, November 7th as well. So I think... I, I know uh, Invincible actually comes out uh, November 3rd for half a season and will return for the remainder in season okay. two in 2024. So, yeah, so when does Scott Pilgrim come out? Yeah, I'm looking it up now. I think I'm going to wait to watch that. I'm anticipating that. For November seventeenth. November seventeenth. Okay, so it's later on in November, but still, that um, that's gonna be really fucking good. And since it's Netflix, so it's like it's all dropped in once. Yeah. And like the guy says, like, yeah, you could watch it all in one day. Like the full series is like three three and a half hours. Yeah. So that means they're like twenty minute episodes or something. Twenty three. Yeah. Well, they're like yeah, maybe a close, half an hour. Yeah, a half hour. Hence why I say twenty three. Yeah. Like, yeah cutting out the uh, intro it, and the credits if you're listening to this you can't see us but we're doing the the, the finger the finger quotes finger quotes <laughs> but yeah no that looks really good telling you when you see brain I'm telling you that's not his name i'm just gonna say brain you'll know <laughs> when you see him yeah exactly anyway so yeah so unity ceo john richitello Retires after nine years. <laughs> Can't imagine why. Unity? Yes. Yep. So, Unity. Cool. He's, uh, he's of Unity's whole, um, oh yeah, we're going to charge people for the runtime. Oh, even if it was from the past. Engine. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Made move was so bad he had to retire. Yep. That's his fault. He went along with it. He did. It was his idea. Or he greenlit it. Either way, he he took the blame. Yeah, I don't blame him for retirement. He has to retire. Yeah, because he if not, he's gonna be the sole reason why that company gets run to the ground. Yep, yep. Unless somebody smart comes along and fixes that. Well, shit. he's smart because he left. He was like, "Yeah, I can't fix this. I'm leaving." He's one of because that's a publicly traded company. He's so one they of. can get sued. He's one of by the shareholders. One of. Yep. Not that many here. Yep. As we can see. And on top Shit. of that, Microsoft closes Activision Blizzard buyout. Phil Whoa, Spencer's yep, yep. Phil Spencer says everyone is welcome, even if Xbox is in their way to play. Bobby Kotick will Kotick. stay on Kotick will stay on until 2024. Yep. So what does this mean? They're it means uh, no, 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 no. They closed the deal. So Microsoft is gonna buy out. Activision Blizzard. Yeah, so they, they announced that they were buying them, but then, you know, it has oh, to go okay, through the okay. courts and legalities okay, to okay. see, like, making sure they're not yep. doing a monopoly okay, or whatever. Okay, okay. So, so that, that was official. They own them. Okay, okay. So Bobby is going to stay on as CEO of Blizzard for, like, till 
2024 and then they've actually already uh said like yeah that call of duty exclusivity shit done they've already like said they're putting an end to that shit yeah because call of duty is only on playstation right yep yeah damn get call of duty 3 on the xbox one and it's well, on it's on PC technically, but only through the uh, Battle.net launcher. Yeah. Wait, it's not on Xbox? No. No. For real? Yeah. No. <sighs> Just PC and PlayStation, that's it. I guess, man. I guess. I guess. Because that's nuts. Hopefully yep. they change that. Because before it was never I mean, they really are. like that. I know. <laughs> that's it. No, 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 no. Let's see. With Microsoft and what they do as far as whatever acquisition they try to take for money. Let's yeah. see what they do. Let's see. Because with this, is they're going to lose money. A lot of money. Mm, I don't know. I think It'll so. probably work out for them in their favor. You think so? Yeah. Because now all you're doing is just opening it up for other people. And now they don't have to buy a PlayStation. They don't, but also having the Xbox players just creates more money for cross-platform. Yeah, that's true, but they could always just not pay for cross-platform. They're already do doing that with P4 and P- PC. You could already do cross-platform with Call of Duty. Is what I'm yeah, saying. but you, you know developers are <laughs> dickheads. You know. You fucking know. Like, it realistically, it shouldn't be hard. It's not going to really cut that much money because they already have the system in place to add it's it. It's not. My, my Xbox and Microsoft already have an agreement. They already have, like, basically the same shit just without all of the capacity of, of a PC. They yep. already have their shit. Yep. You could just, if you have a PC account, you could automatically link that to your Xbox account. Yep. As far as if you have Microsoft. You could already link that. So, like, come on. But as you were saying, yep. <laughs> uh, we definitely aren't getting any Blizzard games on Game Pass this year. They also said that. I mean, like they explicitly they said. coming out with shit, so yeah. that's okay. Like if they decided to do like what a, Blizzard? Yeah, Diablo yeah, Four. Besides that, World of Warcraft else? expansions. Um, after that. Uh, do they even fucking come out with stuff for Hearthstone anymore? I don't even know. I haven't really heard too much. So I don't that's yeah. why I say they haven't really been coming out with too much to where they can like push that off to like Well, didn't they also have February. a bunch of like issues? Like uh Oh, Blizzard? Yeah. Oh yeah. The fucking they were grabbing all of their uh, female employees by the pussy. Yeah. They were Donald Trump in it. Yeah, but they had to calm down with that though. So Yeah, supposedly. Why. Supposedly, but that's probably why they've been able to. The know, CEO that knew about it and didn't do shit is still there. Because he was also doing still it. there, yeah, but they're still coming out with production, so that has to mean something. Yeah, I guess. They only they only like fired a handful of people, I think, from that whole yeah. thing. Probably like the most problematic people. Yeah, and to make it seem like all right, yeah, we we've solved the problem. Yeah, <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> they didn't. <laughs> and also, uh, Burt Young, the actor who played Pauly in the Rocky series, passed away at 83 years old. I believe it was cancer, right? They never said oh, they exactly what it was. Yeah. Like, they were like, oh, for reasons. And people were like, what reasons are those? And they were like, mind your fucking business. 
Let's see. Yeah, no cost was given. All right, I thought it was cancer. Eh, it must I have mean, been. He was just he old, was old too. He was it's 83. always cancer when oh, they get old. 83. 83. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it could have been anything. He got a cold and never woke up again. Yeah, yeah that is yeah, true. Yeah, when you're sure. old, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, I'm dying. He was great in Rocky, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, God bless in, his soul? No, no, rest in peace in Italian. Oh, oh okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, come on. You played uh, Assassin's Creed. Kind of the same thing. You, you played Assassin's Creed too. No. Yeah, you did. I saw you. No. That was Joaquin. That wasn't me. <laughs> I played the demo. Yeah. I never played the full game. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I played and like then, uh, snippets. And... <laughs> Where is it? We talked about Dragon Ball. We did. We Daima. did. Oh, uh, here right. we go. So uh, last week we got the first episode of season seven of Rick and Morty. And they announced a new voice actor. So for Rick uh, is the actor Ian Cardoni. And for Morty is Harry Belden. Yeah. And they also have Mr. Poopy Butthole in the episode played by John Allen. Um, Mr. Poopy Butthole and Morty sounded spot on. Rick... At first, he sounded kind of off, but like as I was watching the episode, I completely forgot that the voices were replaced. Because mm. everything else is the same, same animation, same writers, and everything's yeah, just yeah, yeah. Justin Roiland was being a dickhead. Because like uh, there's no evidence over the domestic abuse thing, but like a bunch of screenshots and I shit. I thought there was. Uh, no, that got that the domestic abuse case got dropped in the court because what? of lack of evidence. Yeah. We did talk about it. That's why, because yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he was but, like, I'm going to clear my name. Yeah, but I thought still with whatever she put up, that no, no, no. was still trying when, to say. Once that came out, a bunch of people that worked like writers on yeah. Rick and Morty, like yeah. female writers, they came out sh- sharing screenshots of emails and text messages he was sending them, mm. basically asking them to fuck. Some like 16-year-old was like, oh, you're, she's like, oh, I'm a big fan of Rick and Morty. He goes, yeah, you're a big fan? Then show me your tits. All right. Yeah, so that shit came out, and they're like, yeah, no, he's done. Fuck. Yep. But uh, no, the the new voice actors are pretty spot on. Um, the only thing, and like I've heard a lot of people doing this, especially like during like episode breakdowns, like Johnny Two Cellos, is that um, they had already done the voice with um, Justin Roiland for this season already. So they're basically just redoing the voices over his delivery. Yeah. So like they can't like really like play with it. They're yeah. just like basically mimicking what he did. Yeah. So like by the next season, they'll have like more room to like bring their own. Yeah. Like twist mean. to it. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. Because they already did lines and the screen work for it. It's just those people trying to like fill in what he already. Did. Yeah. And um uh, and the episode itself it was good. Like Mr. Poopy Butthole is in the the Smith family. He fell back into drugs. Oh, and alcohol, so he's like, oh, like a mess. Come on. And then so like, <laughs> Beth tells Rick, he's like, yeah, you gotta tell him to leave. <laughs> so Rick's like, oh, he's like, he's like, look, this is what we'll do. Robot ghost. So he made a robot, and then was input installing like uh, the business book, uh, the book on big business. And once it got to like seventy nine percent, he shot the robot in the head. So like then the robot ghost has unfinished business. And, like, that didn't work. So, he's like, all right, fine. I'll throw him an intervention. So, he gets, like, bird person who, like, found his daughter, like, off screen. 
So like he's like, my daughter is a bitch. I need some time away from her. <laughs> so he got bird person. He got um, uh, squanch the the cat yes, monster thing. <laughs> and, uh, and the neighbor Jerry, or whatever the fuck the neighbors in the guy with the lawnmower. <laughs> Why? And then so like um, he's not even involved. Yeah, they just told us like because they're like they're like oh we need a sober person with us. He's like he's like you drink? He goes well I haven't had a drink. You're like two years. You're in. So. <laughs> So they break Mr. Poopy Butthole to a bar, and then they're like, right before they tell him it's an intervention, he goes, it's my birthday, birthday, birthday. And they're like, ah, fuck. So they start doing shots and doing drugs. They run into Hugh Jackman, who's the cousin what? who's the cousin of the neighbor, voiced by actual Hugh Jackman. What? And he's a fucking raging drug addict. Oh, my and God. Then, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I wrote this song when I was 16. Like, I'm sure that was Billy Yoshi. He goes, yeah, sure, that's what you want to think. And then... <laughs> And then Mr. Poopy Butt, who's like, I want to get my wife and kids back. He's like, I hired a predator to like track her down. I know she's dating some other guy. So then they go and they're like playing music with her with a boombox. And then she's like, listen, she's like flying in the air. But then it turns out it's the predator holding up. So she's banging the predator. So that they jump the predator. <gasps> and then like predators like fucking them up. And then like they get the upper hand on them. Like Rick like blocks them with some like rocket punch. And then they're like choking him out, and like Mr. Poopy Butthole's kid is crying. They're like, "Wait, what am I doing?" He's like, "I'm a monster." And then they're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And the predator just gives him a gun, like an old musket. And then Hugh Jackman pops out of the, the bushes naked and knocks him out with a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> Not Why? a Grammy. Why, Why is a he Grammy? naked in the bushes? Why is he just carrying around a Grammy? Where did he have it? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't he have claws? No, he just knocked him out with a Grammy. Like, pa. <laughs> And then they all fade away. And that was the season uh, premiere. Next time we come to record, I'm a, we'll watch that episode as well as the next one. <sighs> Why? I don't know. Kyle, do you got any advice for Casey this week? Uh, no, he doesn't. No. Get him pregnant, Casey. Thank you. Repopulate Japan. No, this is true. They do need you. Yeah. Repopulate America as well. It's not too many people having. No, nah, we we got too many people over here. Yeah, we yeah. need to unpopulate. We need more mangakas. Yes. All right, I think it's. Yeah, thank you. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Neapolitan Podcast, youtube.com slash Neapolitan Podcast. Follow us on TikTok at Neapolitan Pod, Instagram at Neapolitan Podcast, on Twitter. I'm not calling it X at Neapolitan Pod. <laughs> Check out our Linktree link. From there, you can find our link for our Etsy shop where you can get all our Neapolitan podcast slash Roman Sky merch. You can find wherever you can find this podcast. If there's anywhere we're not that you'd rather listen to us there, let us know and we'll be there. Check out the Foodies Never Say Die podcast. Leave them a comment. Tell them we said hi. Check out Casey's OnlyFans, The Dark Stallion. OnlyFans still not up. I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm right. more focused on that. It's secretly up. You got to hit them up and he'll send you the link directly. And then he'll send you his spooky ghost costume. You don't worry about that. I changed my mind. It's just a sheet and jeans.